Commissioner. Alright, Book of Acts again this evening. Thank you, young people. That was great, wasn't it? And I appreciate our young people. Uh, they're a bunch of knuckleheads, but they are knuckleheads. And uh, I certainly appreciate them, and I'm thankful for our youth program and all of those that invest in them. And I wouldn't trade our young people for any young people uh, in the world. You know, you still can produce uh, another generation of uh, young people who love the things of God, uh, you just got to be willing to pay the price to do it. Uh, you just got to be willing to uh, uh, stand on the Word of God, and I'm certainly thankful uh, that we have parents who, who uh, realize the importance of that. Acts chapter number 14 this evening, and um, I want to give you a uh, just a simple thought uh, that I want to leave with you tonight. And I know that uh, tomorrow is a holiday, and I want you to enjoy the holiday, so I don't want you to, to keep you out too long this evening. And, um, and so just pray with me as I preach over the frogs tonight. Uh, but uh, I want to leave a thought with you. God's just good, isn't He? Um, you know, you ought to just sit around thinking about how good God's been every once in a while. And just reflect on the goodness of God and all that He's doing. And I am just, I am so excited uh, about the future. And uh, there are some things I'm excited about, and I don't even know what I'm excited about. I can just tell you the peace I have about the future that God is going to lead this church to. And so I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to all God does. And so tonight, Acts chapter number 14, I'm going to read uh, verses 19 through verse 22. And let's see in verse number 19, uh, the Bible says, And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium, who persuaded the people, and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. If we were to take the time to turn to the beginning of this chapter and you find the theme all through the book of Acts, uh, we would also see that there were uh, certain Jews that came and stirred up the Gentiles and made their hearts evil against them. And now we have here there are these certain Jews uh, coming to where God is doing something, coming to where God is working. Uh, that's the way it always has been. It's even in the day-to-day. People come from outside the work of God to stir up people inside the work of God. They come from outside the work of God to attack the work of God. And we see that here. We find that Paul has been stoned. Look at verse number 20. Howbeit, as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city. And the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derbe. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many... They returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith, and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. I want to draw your attention to verse number 22, and I want you to notice that phrase, exhorting them to continue in the faith. Tonight, I want to exhort you to continue in the faith. Uh, that is so important for you and I to understand uh, that we must continue in the faith. It's not always easy continuing in the faith. It's not always convenient continuing the faith. As we find the situation here, but tonight I want to speak on that subject, continuing in the faith. Father, help us tonight uh, as we allow the Word of God to speak to our hearts. Uh, Father, I pray that you'll just uh, give us exactly what we need from the Bible tonight. And uh, Father, I'm so grateful uh, to be a part of your work. I'm so grateful for the blessings that you've bestowed upon this church. Now tonight, I ask that you just give us 
just a few precious moments where uh, we can let the Holy Spirit of God uh, minister to us, speak to us. And Father, I pray that we will be exhorted to continue in the faith. We will be exhorted uh, to continue uh, being obedient to the Word of God. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We find an interesting challenge here in uh, these verses and uh, how the, the, uh, they were exhorted, these disciples, uh, these people were exhorted to continue in the faith. Uh, one thing I find in Christianity today, one thing I find in our churches today, one thing I just find in general is if people will quit uh, so easily and so ready. It used to be, it seemed like you had to give people an excuse to quit. Nowadays, you don't even have to give them an excuse to quit. It's just in their nature. It's just what they want to do. First bit of opposition as a Christian, it's time for us to quit. Uh, and, and we didn't have to determine that we're never going to quit on God. I want you to think about that. Has God ever quit on you? Absolutely not, He hasn't. God has never quit on you. God has never forsaken you. God has never left you high and dry. He has not quit on you, and tonight I will just remind you that you and I should be faithful to Him. We should not quit on Him. There's too many that quit on their their spouse today, quit on their children today, quit on their family today, and uh, certainly uh, we we ought to be determined to fulfill the vows that we have made, fulfill the responsibilities that God has placed on us, but as a Christian, as a child of God, we should determine to continue. Do you realize that staying faithful is a decision. You must decide to stay faithful. Uh, there's so many, I know we have much of our congregation uh, are traveling today and away for the weekend, but so many of you still here, you have been a part of this church for a long, long time. I promise you, if you haven't been here very long and you look at them and say, wow, there's nothing that ever offended them in 30 years. I promise you that's not the case. Well, I can't believe that there's this many people that has agreed with everything the pastor has done for decade after decade after decade. I promise you that's not the case. If you haven't been here long enough to be offended, hang around a little bit longer. Uh, somebody or something will offend you, but you've got to decide to continue in the faith. My focus is the faith. My focus is not on that which is around me. My focus is on the truth of the Word of God. And if you and I determine we're just going to continue in the faith, then what somebody says to me or what somebody doesn't say to me isn't going to change because the the faith does not change. My responsibility is to the faith. My responsibility is to the truth of the Word of God. I believe a pastor should be loyal to his people and his people should be loyal to the pastor, but all of us, our loyalty is to the Word of God. It is to the faith of God. And if our loyalty is to the right place, we'll be loyal to the right people. Let me say that again. You might want to write that down, tweet it, whatever you do with it. If your loyalty is to the Word of God, your loyalty will be to the right people. If your loyalty is not to the right people, I promise you, your loyalty is not to the Word of God. But the point tonight is why do we want to quit? Alright, it's so easy to quit. Quitting is the easy thing to do. Giving up is the easy thing to do. Mom and Dad, I promise you, uh, if you're going to rear your children for the Lord, there's going to be opportunities for you to step back and say, is it really worth it? Is it worth the fight? Is it worth the trouble? Well, you've got to decide if whether or not you're going to quit on your child as a parent. Too many Christian parents quit on their children. They quit on that which God has given them. 
Hey, let's not quit. Let's continue in the faith. Let me challenge you tonight from this passage of Scripture. We must continue in the faith in spite of difficulties. Look at verse 19. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people. And having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing him he had been dead. But we must continue in the faith when, when it's tough. In spite of difficulties. Christian, let me just tell you tonight, let me remind you of what we know to be true. And you may be going through something this evening uh, that you could testify about. Uh, but life is not going to be easy. And being faithful to the Word of God is not always easy. It's not always convenient. Still, I find in, in Christianity today, I find our churches today, we find a lot of offended people. We find a lot of victims. We find a lot. You're going to get the martyr's crown because somebody called you a name at work. Well, nobody stoned you and drug you out of town leaving you for dead. In spite of difficulties, continue in the faith. In spite of hardships, continue in the faith. Let me tell you what I admire. When I, when, I, when I see the talent that God has given somebody, and I see it on display, and that talent surrendered to the Lord is a wonderful thing. But let me tell you what moves the heart of your pastor is when you're going through difficult times, when times are not easy, and you still stay loyal to the things of God. You still stay true to your God. And you just say, I'm going to continue on in spite of my circumstances. I'm going to continue on even though it's hard, even though it's difficult. But can tonight you and I, no matter what you experience, because you decide to be an old-time Christian, and I know it's not popular being an independent Baptist today. It's not popular being a King James only, separated, spirit-filled, against sin and against all the wickedness of this world. That's not popular. But still right. And we must continue in the faith. Well, I just, I just don't know if we, in the churches there, I just don't know if we could, we're going to hold to these, these standards and these truths anymore because it, 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 people just frown on that and, and we're getting, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting blackballed by certain groups and organizations. Friend, we, we, almost say we're not getting stoned, but, but some of you, I can't, I can't, I can't say that to about you, but uh, nobody's stoning us tonight and, and dragging us out of town and leaving us for dead. You get the point tonight. When difficult times, just hold to the faith. Continue to the, with the faith. Well, if it was easy, everybody would do it. But just because it's not easy doesn't mean it's not right. I'm thankful for those that, that went ahead of me and stayed through difficult times. You know, we can... Well, one reason why... I believe God is blessing, is really going to bless this church in the future is because we've had some difficult times as a church. And yet here you sit. Some of you, you, you paddled in tonight. I mean, you had to shoot away the ducks so you could park your vehicle. That's not always convenient. You know, my challenge is, okay, are you going to be able to hear me when, I, when it rains or with the chorus of, of frogs that... Uh, well, they amen. Some of you are tried. They, 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 they amen me. Uh, but in difficult of times, we have to just stay with the Word of God. When it's difficult, hold to the faith. Continue. You teenagers that were just up here, that's, that's your challenge, is just to continue. It's just to continue. Mom and Dad, continue in the faith. So it's difficult. Continue anyway. It, it, there's hardships. Continue anyway. 
Well, well, it's becoming more, it's becoming more and more difficult. Those that hold to the truths of the Word of God, they're becoming less and less. It doesn't matter how popular things are, we continue with the faith. When it's difficult, continue with the faith. Number two, let's look at the challenge here in continuing the faith because we find that others are with us. We must continue the faith because there are others with you. Look at verse number 20. He's been, Paul has been, been, been stoned, drug out in the, of the city, left for dead. But look at verse 20. How be it? As the disciples stood round about him, he rose up. In spite of the difficulty, in spite of the fact, Paul had been stoned and left for dead. There were still others with him. Well, I'm thankful to have a real church to be a part of. Let me tell you, this superficial, uh, come if you feel good, uh, this superficial, all about the flesh, uh, that, 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 that's only going to prop you up for so long, but when the hardships come, the difficulty comes, the cancer comes, the trial comes, uh, none of that is going to sustain you. I'm thankful that I have a church where they say I'm praying for you, they know how to get a hold of God. I put no confidence in a backslidden Christian, in a scorner of the things of God, I said, I'm going to pray for you. But I do put some confidence in, 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 the, in the sweet old children of God, the Christians who are humble in, 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 in their personality. They don't have a whole lot that this world looks at, but yet they love the Lord. They've held to the faith. They're part of His church. But that's something that will sustain you. And I am so thankful to have people who will stand with you in difficult times. If nothing else, you ought to continue with the faith because there's other people that I'll be with you. There's other people that I'll sustain you. I say this as sincerely as I possibly can. I feel sorry for those who do not have a church that are not part of a local New Testament Baptist church. I feel sorry for them because they don't know what it's like to have people hold them up in prayer. They don't know what it's like to have people stand with them in their darkest hours and sometimes never say a word but just know I'm there with you and I'm here for you and no matter what comes your way, I'm going to stand with you. There's something to that, friend. You must continue in the faith because there are others that will stand with you. There are others that will be with you during that difficult time. And quite frankly, I don't want to let them down. I don't want to give up, but yet that will give me inspiration when I need it. That will give me strength when I am weak. That will give me confidence when I am not confident in my, my ability in the situation. We need to hold to the faith, continue in the faith because Others are with you. Mom and Dad, it's going to be easy. It's not going to be easy rearing your children in this world we live in. But there are Sunday school teachers that will stand with you. There's a pastor who will stand with you. There's youth workers that will stand with you. Continue in the faith. Hey, Christian, there's going to be some trials in your life. There's going to be some difficulties in your life. It's good to have a church that will stand with you. You're not all by yourself. You're not all alone. One thing, God is with you, but you have people who will stand with you. You want to continue in the faith because others are with you. Number three, I told you I was going to move along tonight. We need to be reminded to continue in the faith because there's still much that needs to be done. Look at verse number Let's look at verse 20 again. Howbeit, as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city. And the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derbe. 
And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch. Can you imagine if Paul had quit after he got stoned? It's just too hard. I mean, after all, God would not want me to go through this. It's too difficult. I've got to quit. There are others that stood with him, but yet, as soon as they, 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 he gets up, they head on, and when they had preached the gospel to that city. Friend, you've got to hold to the faith. You can't give up on God because there's still much to be done. You know, after your trial, there's still work to be done. After your difficulty, there's still things that need to be accomplished for the cause of Christ. But let me help you with something. I don't know every burden. I know some of your burdens. I know some of the difficulty that some of you go through. There's no way I could know every burden. There's no way I could know every situation in this room. But I will tell you this. If you're here tonight, God is not done with you. If you're still breathing tonight, God still has a plan with you. And yes, it may be difficult. And yes, there may be trials. But there is still work to be done. Hey, life didn't turn out the way you wanted. There's still work to be done. Maybe something didn't take place in your family that you wanted to take place. Or maybe you had a dream shattered. There's still work to be done. There are still souls to be reached. There are still the the, the gospel to be preached. There are still lives that we can encourage and help along the way. But you and I must be reminded we must continue in the faith because there's much work that needs to be done. Christian, you can't quit because there's only some, there's somebody you can influence that nobody else can. You can't quit because there's somebody God has intended for you to help. Say, so look at look look at how look at our nation. Look at the way it's turned from God. How that happened? I can tell you how it's happened. For generations, we have Christians quitting. And there's a Sunday school class they were supposed to teach. And a little child in there they were supposed to reach. And they were supposed to be instrumental in their life, but they quit on God. And there, there, there were some missionaries that would have gone to the mission field, but they quit on God. And there was nobody to put money in that offering plate to send missionaries to, to, to these far places of the world. See, friend, if you quit on God, it makes a difference outside of you even. It will affect you. But it's going to affect your family around you. And there's people you don't ever know. I believe this, and, and this, this is always my challenge. When, when, when I hear of somebody who, who, who maybe I've been uh, close to, or somebody that's among us in our church, and I've been trying to help, and I have a relationship with them, and I say, well, Pastor, I'm just going to go a different way and do a different thing. My last pitch to them, my last plea to them is, somebody is going to die and go to hell if you quit on God. Somebody's not going to get the gospel if if you quit on God. Some missionaries not getting to the mission field, if you quit on God and, and you give up on God, somebody's not going to make it. Friend, you and I should hold to the faith because there's somebody that needs us that we don't even know who they are. There's somebody that counts on us who we don't even know who they are.
are. We must not quit because there's much work to do. You might say, well, Pastor, I was much younger when I came here all these years ago. Well, God still got you here. And He may not use you in the way that He used you before, but He can still use you. And in difficult times, hold to the faith because there's still much work to be done. There's much that needs to be accomplished for the cause of Christ. But we must hold to it because others are counting on us. The work must be done. Fourthly and finally this evening, I want us to say we must continue in the faith because there's an example to leave. You read the end of the chapter, they come together, the church is gathered together and they begin to rehearse, they begin to talk about all that God has done. And now all of these centuries later, we read of the example that was left by these early Christians. Now, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to leave an example of quitting. That's not the legacy I want to leave behind. Now, I, I'm not perfect by any stretch, and I won't always do the right thing, just not out of desire to not do the right thing. I just, that, we're sinners, we're human. But i tell you one thing I don't want to leave behind is the fact that I was a quitter. The fact that I quit on God. The fact that I left an example of when it gets difficult, I turn from my Creator, I turn from my Savior. But I don't want to leave that example. Where I stand here tonight, the pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church with a grateful heart for so many of you because for through the years and through the decades, through difficulties, through trials, through burdens, through heartaches, you didn't. You held to the faith. You continued in the faith. You didn't quit. You didn't give up a one-day legacy that has been left. An example of continue. An example of faithfulness. Well, I tell you, we enjoy, I think, the best music in the country. I love our music. I love. We have we have an orchestra in a tent. We have we have special music in a tent. But it's just in the music good. Uh, I enjoy our music. I enjoy the talents that God has given. God's given us a lot of talent. That's not what impresses the heart of God. What impresses the heart of God is faithfulness with that talent. Well, I would point so many of these young children not to try and emulate the talent of some of the people that you see, but but but, but emulate in practice. And follow the example of endurance that you see. Of faithfulness that you see. Because see, there will always, always be somebody else come along with a little more talent. But it really takes somebody who will be faithful. Somebody who will not quit. And leave an example. Young people, if you've got a mom or dad, you say, well, they, they, they're not perfect. If they're inconsistent in this area, but they're still here. They're still trying to serve God. They're still trying to do what's right. That's a legacy that you ought, to, you ought to be thankful for. That's something that you ought to hold on to. Just faithful and difficult. They've left an example of not quitting. That's something I want to leave my children. We don't quit. We continue on. We lead the right kind of example. Tonight, I thought about this as I preached a high school commencement Friday night and I mentioned to those graduates that I wish I could tell them from this day forward there'd be no disappointment, there'd be no heartache, there'd be no difficult, difficulty, but we know that's not true. 
My challenge, if I could just kind of piggyback off of that, my challenge to all of us, those of us of the younger generation, is to follow the example that's been left behind of just not quitting, not forsaking the faith. There are a lot of preachers in a lot of churches today, sadly, that are go in a different direction. They go in this contemporary direction. They go in this emergent church direction. They, they give up their holiness. They give up their soul. And they give up all of those things. Not because they believe the Bible has changed. Simply put, they're just quitting. It's hard. It's difficult. There's opposition. Certain of the Jews have stirred up some of the hearts of the people. Instead of holding to the faith, they said, let's take the easy way. Let's take the, the road that's less difficult. Friend, you won't find that in Scripture. You'll find hold to the faith. Cleave to that which is good. Friend, it's a simple truth tonight that I want to leave this with. Hold to the faith. Hold to the faith. Well, I've been the pastor officially now. I think it's been coming up on five years. Sometimes it feels like five months. Sometimes it feels like 50 years. But I think it's five years. I moved here with my family. Of course, my dad's sitting right here. He was the pastor here for 33 years before I became the pastor. I was six years of age when we came here. I'm 24 now, but I was six years of age when, when, when we came here. And you do not know what it, how humbling it is to me to be able to Look at some of the people I pastor now who were here when we came and I was a six-year-old boy. Bless people who've just stuck with it. I would have those people in my church and somebody who's got millions and millions of dollars. Now, I'll take them too, but I'm not going to trade. Because God blesses faithfulness. What a legacy to have left behind. They hold to the faith. Not casual observation. We'll close tonight. Can you imagine if you had lived in that day, if you had been one of those disciples, you probably would have been saying, Paul got stoned. Is Paul dead? We've got to go help him. And all you see is the negative. All you see is the adversity. And the fear, when, when is this going to happen to us? When is this going to happen again? And during that whole period, they served under the fear. They, they, they preached under the fear that the sermon they preached might be the last one. But during that moment, it was, it was about what they were facing. But now all this time later, we don't look at that. I, I know me personally, I don't look at, oh, he got stuck. Look at it. He got up. He got up. And friend, the lesson is this. While you're going through it, it is about the difficulty. It is about the heartache. It is about the hardship. But get removed from that just a little while and somebody's going to follow behind you and they're not going to look at the hardship like you look at the hardship. They're not going to look at the burden like you look at the burden. They're going to say, they got up. They kept going. They fought on. They continued in the faith.
And tonight, that is my simple challenge to us as a church. We're heading into the summer months and there are many things and much work to be done in front of us. And some of you are dealing with some adversity tonight. Some of you are dealing with burdens tonight. And some of you, we don't know it right now, but in months ahead, life is going to bring you something that you didn't know life was going to bring you. I just challenge you to come back to this thought. Hold to the faith. Don't quit on God. Don't give up. If your best friend forsakes the truth, you hold to the faith. If family disappoints you, you hold to the faith. If life doesn't work out like you, like you thought it would, hold to the faith. We must hold to the truth. Father, I pray tonight that You'll use this simple message to stir our hearts and challenge us. Father, I believe I pass through the greatest people in the world. Father, I pray tonight that we'll be challenged and reminded to just hold to the faith. Hold to the truth. There's nothing wrong with the Word of God. This very book is what sustains us in our darkest hours. And Father, I pray that we'll hold to it. Father, my... I've been weary because of the burdens and the heartaches of so many of Your people. Father, yet they continue on. They don't quit. Father, I pray this evening that You'll continue to strengthen Your people. And Father, I pray that we'll continue to leave a good example of just continuing. Maybe tonight there's one who was on the verge of quitting or maybe they've already made up their mind that they're going to resign their area of service. They're giving up on church, giving up on the things of God that they're just going to throw in the towel. I pray tonight that this message will be used to challenge them to re-enlist instead of resign. May their faith be strengthened. I pray we stand together, our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed, the piano begins to play. If God has used the simple truth, the altar is open. If there's something that God has impressed upon you, God child you to come tonight. Maybe you've been discouraged. Let me just challenge you tonight to hold the faith. Maybe there's been burdens holding the faith. children are young now maybe they're in the nursery maybe they're very small sitting by you in the service tonight there are going to be challenges when the challenges come you must determine hold your faith I pray tonight that it will be so Brother Stanley don't lead us in the verse of invitation you see